This podcast is supported by Understood Explains. As parents, we are often having to figure out things as we go, and that is very true for our children's education. And to help you out, I want to tell you about a podcast called Understood Explains. This season is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Ortube, and she discusses all the things you'd want to know about individual education plans, or IEPs, what they are, why they're needed, who benefits from them, and what to expect when you have meetings with teachers. I could have really used this podcast when my son had an IEP for speech when he was six. I was overwhelmed trying to understand the process and what everything meant. The episode on Understood Explains, Does My Child Need an IEP?, was the kind of info that would have really helped me get the most out of the educational support of the IEP for my son. And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom in Mind. I'm perinatal psychologist and host, Dr. Kat. There's more to the story than just postpartum depression. And this podcast aims to share it all from personal stories and lived experience to experts who break down the ups and downs of life from getting pregnant, pregnancy, perinatal loss, and postpartum adjustment to parenthood. While this is not psychotherapy or medical advice, it is all of the stuff you ever wanted to know about mental health and new parenthood. Hi, and welcome back to the Mom and Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kat. On our Behind the Sessions episode today, I am going to be talking about what it's like to not know how you feel. So have you ever been in a situation where you can't figure out how you feel about something, or it feels like you're having a million feelings at once, or you don't know what to think about something? Well, it happens a lot for a lot of people. It is not uncommon because life is complex. It has ups and downs that we are navigating all of the time. And, you know, life can get really messy sometimes. Things are not always straightforward. I think it's only in more recent modern-ish times that we are more in a practice of knowing how we feel, being in touch with our feelings, knowing why we feel any certain way. And it's not that people haven't, you know, been able to identify their feelings for all of time. Just saying that more attention has been given to psychology, to our, the understanding of our inner life, our emotional life, our thought processes, our behaviors, you know, in the last, I don't know, the 70 years or so. And we ourselves, even now, might not have had adults in our lives that necessarily taught us how to recognize our emotions, label our feelings, and they might not have had the skills themselves. Some of these things are taught or not taught early in our lives. Or people come from, you know, families or cultures that don't discuss feelings or minimize them or don't share feelings with people not in the inner circle of the family. But even if you happen to come from a family that is emotionally aware and in tune, helped you figure out what your feelings were, why you felt them, what it could mean, the reproductive journey is and can be emotionally disorienting or confusing. In part because, well, with all major life changes, 
we are figuring out things as we go through them. But I think there is nothing else in life that really compares to growing or raising humans. It's really a standalone experience. So it's not like going into the process of conception or birth or postpartum is something that you yourself have experienced if it's your first time, even though you've maybe seen other people go through it or heard stories. When you yourself are going through something, it changes your world. It changes your worldview. It changes your understanding of yourself. And as I've talked about many, many times on this podcast and other people have talked about with uh, pregnancy and birth and having a baby, there are very specific myths or ideas about how we're supposed to feel during this time. So I want to call that out because it's additionally disorienting when you don't feel how you're told you're supposed to feel. And that doesn't even bring into consideration if you are dealing with depression or anxiety or trauma of any kind or any other mental health condition. In addition to societal ideas or pressures, we might have our own desire for what this transition into parenthood looks like for us. Or certainly you you could have an idea of how you want to feel. But the process of moving towards having a child is one of discovery, surprise, confusion, disappointment. There can be a lot of mixed feelings and a lot, a lot of change. So given that context, yeah, it can be hard to not know how you're doing or what you're feeling. But if you also feel bad while you don't know how you're feeling, that can be extra confusing, especially if your ideal is that you're supposed to feel great. So for a lot of people, when you don't feel well, you may associate that with feelings of weakness or even experience shame if you're not feeling great and doing great and all happy and bubbly and all that. So if you're supposed to feel a certain way, but you don't feel that way and you don't know how you feel, that feeling, that mental space, that emotional space, that physical space is very unsettling, which you know makes it hard to talk about. If somebody asks you how you're doing, well, I'm fine, that's right, the standard response that we give everybody. You're not gonna really sit down and say like, well, let me think about it. Sometimes I feel happy, sometimes I feel sad, sometimes I'm confused. Like we, you know, in just normal conversation, we're not really sharing those types of details with people. So when we say to other people that we're fine, it's also does this thing to us that we now feel like we have to kind of live up to feeling fine. It's a little bit of gaslighting ourselves which, you know, is a normal cultural thing to do to tell people you're doing fine. I'm not saying you need to go and and change all of that, but I think the impact of how we think about our own feelings and how we talk about our feelings are something to consider. And it might be this very like day-to-day conversation telling somebody you're fine when you're not, and then you feel that the sting of truth about that, even if you don't quite know what's going on for you. This podcast is supported by Starglow Media's Mysteries About True Histories. From the creators of the hit top-ranking kids educational podcast in the world, Who Smarted, the Emmy-nominated Nat Geo Disney Plus's Brain Games, and Netflix's Brainchild, comes Mysteries About True Histories. 
affectionately known as M-A-T-H, or math, in which kids ages six and up can hear humorous and educational stories that follow two best friends, Max and Molly, while they go on adventures through time, solving puzzles, hidden equations, talking about history, and making learning cool. Episodes transport listeners to moments in history like Pythagoras's ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. When I drive my son to school in the morning, we listen to these episodes that fit perfectly in our commute, with the episodes being about 15 minutes long. And this podcast is right up my son's alley because he loves to solve problems and happens to love math and the types of punny jokes that Max likes to tell. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. So even coming to terms with the fact or reality that you're not doing well is a really big step. Just even if nobody else knows, if you internally can acknowledge for yourself, yeah, not something's not quite right. I don't feel well, as opposed to what a lot of people do is I should feel okay. I should, you know, whatever the should is and put pressure on themselves to feel something that they don't. Again, that's a little bit of the gaslighty stuff. You're disoriented and confused about your own feelings. But what I can say, I'll just paint broad strokes. There is no benefit really to denying how you feel other than if you're in survival mode, for instance, there's like a crisis happening. That's not necessarily the time where you can really sit down and think about how you're doing. You just have to set feelings aside. You have to set a lot of stuff aside to deal with whatever crisis is in front of you. Other than that, again, generally speaking, coming to terms with, and dare I say acceptance of how you feel is such an important part of moving through your feelings. You don't even need to know yet what they are, just that there's an acknowledgement that something's not quite right or that you really do need help. And, you know, it's a real thing to want to avoid that, to want to not acknowledge for yourself how you're feeling. Because, I mean, who wants to be there? Nobody wants to really be in a deep, dark or anxious place. There's parts of your experience. You you might even be trying to cope by denying that you're having feelings. But sometimes we avoid acknowledging them because of what we think it will mean about us or even what other people will say if they knew. And a lot of that is shame-based. You know, whether that's personal or familial or culture, it's true. There is a history of you know, shaming people for not being quote unquote strong all the time or showing weakness 
by having feelings. And, you know, I'm not a fan of that narrative. I'm here to blow that up. I don't want that for us anymore. So just being able to acknowledge that something's going on, again, even if you don't know what it is, is a really big step because then it's something that you can address ideally and either get help to cope with it or find a different way to cope with what's going on in your life that's contributing to all of that. By the time somebody comes to therapy, generally speaking, they've been suffering already for quite a bit of time and possibly that whole time not knowing what is going on, just that they don't feel well. If you've listened to any of our other episodes on this podcast, you know there's a ton of judgment that happens, a ton of shame too, when people are dealing with a perinatal mental health condition. A lot of the interpretation that I hear of people's experience is that they don't necessarily know that they are dealing with depression or anxiety. They just feel bad about themselves. All those negative feelings get turned back on themselves. They feel like a bad person. They feel weak. They feel ashamed. What I think is extra important for you to know is that if you're in this space of feeling confused about how you feel, what you're thinking, what's going on for you in your inner emotional mental life, that happens. It is a thing. And it is often part of the transition going from the life that you knew when maybe things were a little bit more predictable, or at least you knew kind of what was coming each day into how your life is changing and not knowing necessarily what's coming next or what it will shape into moving forward. Given that context, yeah, you might feel emotionally, mentally, like you don't know what's going on. You don't know how you feel. It's not a personal feeling. It is not that something is wrong with you. It is about what you're going through. And when you can get support and begin to chip away at understanding what's going on, developing your understanding of your inner life, your process, why you feel and think the way that you feel, how your stress shows up, why it shows up that way. You can move from having, you know, that space of fear or judgment or avoidance into a fuller understanding of yourself that can help you build skills to develop and cope differently. And I'm talking, you know, in therapy, this is a process that is in therapy that, you know, us therapists do with clients or patients all the time. Like this is where I live. I live in the messy, I live in the discomfort of feelings. I live in the, let's figure out what this is and what to do about it. And as a therapist, sitting with people who are in a deep emotional pain and confusion, there's something sort of magical that happens when they can talk about it, not be interrupted and feel heard, feel understood. I think therapy is such a cool opportunity for this exploration of ourselves because you have somebody else's brain working with your brain on your behalf to try and understand these sometimes really complex life situations and emotional experiences. And it's a back and forth. It's a give and take, you know, of like, what do you think? Does this fit? 
that's what I mean about exploration. Like, let's figure out what this is. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. So that you can have a little bit more clarity and you can understand what's going on because that is empowering. You can go from feeling this really confused, foggy space into empowerment. Once you understand what's happening, you've been able to explore a bit about what all of this means. You can get the validation that you need and deserve and then begin to put into place different ways of thinking or pathways to different ways of thinking and different ways of treating yourself that feel more adaptive, feel um, better to you that feel like you have been empowered to live life how you want to and not be in the confusion as much anymore. Not to say life doesn't get confusing again, because it does, but that's part of the beauty of getting in touch with how you feel, how you think, how you behave in response to all kinds of things. So that, you know, in this maybe one context of life, where things get extra messy, you know, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, those uh, skills and tools that you learn are applicable later. I'm just, just such a big fan of healing and um, growth and understanding yourself because it's you, it's you and you for you're in your head. Nobody else really knows what goes on in there, what it feels like to be you and being able to and tease apart and explore and validate and understand is building a better relationship with you for you. You're stuck here. So let's figure out how to make this better and easier. So this is definitely a process, healing and recovery and therapy and changing thought patterns and understanding your emotional kind of underbelly. It's a process and it takes time. I should say it's a process and a practice. 
and literally practice. This is for me, for folks I work with, intentionally applying new ways of thinking about yourself or your situation, applying a deeper understanding of how you respond to things. It requires, and you benefit from an intentional practice moving forward. That introspection and developing insight about yourself is, I don't know, maybe I'm nerding out, but it is super cool. And lastly, I think it's important to know that, you know, we can't wrap this up with a pretty bow in 20 minutes of just an episode. As I said, it's a process and a practice, but even, you know, I can't give you the, like, here's the top 10 tips to make sure that you know how you're feeling. And then that is um, the answer to everything. I think, unfortunately, I'll say first, fortunately with social media and things like that, mental health, emotional awareness is being discussed more. The downside is that we are getting these, you know, 30 second clips, two minute reels on you just do these three things and then you'll feel better. I hope that doing those three things really does help and it can. However, it is too much pressure on you to apply, you know, these like two minutes of advice or information to everything. So if you feel discouraged that you learned these three tips and they worked for a couple of things, but they don't work for everything, don't turn that back on yourself. Just the, you know, understanding ourselves is a lifelong process. It's a trip to me that we don't just like already get it and whatnot, but it is a process of discovery and figuring out how to move through the world where we understand our feelings a little bit more deeply and have patience with ourselves when we don't. That is a process and a journey worth being on and staying on. So hopefully this look behind the sessions, hearing this, that people do talk about in therapy, I hope it's helpful for you to at least know that you're not alone and that therapy is one avenue of healing that is available to you. And that therapy is an option available to you if that's something that you're able to access. There are also plenty of great books out there. There's a lot of self-help stuff, but I just want you to know that your internal emotional, mental experience, however confusing it may be at times, is worthy of compassionate attention and understanding. So that'll wrap me up for this discussion on Behind the Sessions. If you are concerned that you might be dealing with something deeper like a perinatal mental health condition, you can go to my website, wellmindperinatal.com slash courses and look into a couple of the courses I have that have questionnaires and help you understand what might be going on for you if you are having a difficult time. There's also courses that help you understand some of the other contextual things that happen that could be contributing to how you feel. I thank you so much for being here with me. Until next time. Please find the Mom and Mind podcast on momandmind.com or wellmindperinatal.com where you can also find access to my free online mini course that is specifically designed for people experiencing anxiety in the postpartum period. Or you can learn more about the three and a half hour self-paced course that I created just for managing postpartum stress. You can also connect with us on social media at Mom and Mind on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for tuning in and learning more about perinatal mental health. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. 
My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.